Hello everyone, I know it's been a minute, but I sincerely doubt anybody's been waiting for me. <sighs> Anyways, I got another big pipe high after interviewing Mr. Peterson. Instead, if you want context, what I'm going to be talking about here today. But here's the entire history of the bagpipe. Before we start, this was very painful to make, so please listen. So, quick thing before we start, where do you think bagpipes come from? I'm gonna give you three seconds. You're probably wrong. I'm thinking you said Scotland, Ireland, England, or anything that ends with land. You were wrong came from Egypt of all places, dating back to 400 BC, being made from dog skin, uh, which I'm not going to question, and the chanter was made out of the bone. Sculpture found at the site of Hittiti, settlement in Huyok, modern-day Turkey, dates back to around 1000 BC, and is thought by some research researchers to resemble bagpipes. Though others suggest it's a pan, flute, and drum, which means that the bagpipe predates the English language. People also say it came from the Romans or the Greeks playing bagpipe, like instruments, whatever that means. I also say that while people also say that while Rome was burning, Emperor Nero played his bagpipe. That is true. He has priorities straight. Meoria's bagpipe artifact that has been discovered is a chanter found in Rostock, Germany, in 1985 and dated back to the late 14th century. There are, however, several depictions in art and sculpture that suggest the instrument exists in Europe at least 100 years prior. In the art piece Contigas di Santa Maria, a 13th century poem book, people look like they are playing bagpipes, and for the next few centuries you can find bagpipes integrated into paintings of the church and writings. Skip ahead a few hundred years and the bagpipes would be a tradition that had been passed down orally. But somewhere in the 1800s, someone thought, hey, what if we write it down? And thus the first bagpipe sheet music was born. The earliest recorded sheet is the William Dixon Manuscript, which is now on display in the A.K. Bell Library in Perth, Scotland. Nobody really knows how the pipes got to Scotland, but a clan says that one dude brought them over after the Battle of Bannenberg in 1314. But no matter what they say, the... <coughs> they were there by the 1400s. Because at the Battle of the North Inch in 1396, people said that they could hear war pipes being played. Around this time, bagpipes were being used as wartime rallying instruments, and a French historical document notes their distinctive sound ringing out in the Battle of Pinky in 1547. The 16th century Scottish historian George Buchanan even wrote that bagpipes had replaced the trumpet on the battlefield as a symbolic sound of battle. The earlier version of the Highland bagpipes started with one drone, a second came on the 1500s, and because they got bored and said why not, they brought in a third during the 1700s. During this period, the C.L. Moore, also known as Peabrook, tunes for battle marches, gatherings of friends and family, martial salutes, and laments became established as the core bagpipe repertoire. This time also saw the rise of piping families, which included the Matt Crimmins, MacArthur's, McGregor's, and Rankin's. Around here, bagpiping took a hit because G King George II passed the Act of Prescription in 1746, where he basically said, Hey, I want Scotland. Scotland is mine now. This caused a large portion of the Scottish to dip out. 
some popularity returned during the expansion of the British Empire's Highland regiments were at the forefront of many British military invasions, but pipers were also included amongst the troops of both world wars. This brings us to present day, where today the big pipes are frequently heard during military occasions and formal ceremonies, including at the funeral service of Queen Lizzie. And that is all for now, thanks, because there is some stuff that was overlooked here, quite a lot actually. In the future, I'd like to focus on the death and rebirth of big piping, among other things, the decoding of Peabrook, and a bunch of other stuff, but that's all for now. Thank you for listening.